What's up, people? Grind time is here. Grind time with Darren McCarty. I am your host, Darren McCarty. How is everybody out there? We have a great show for you tonight. Uh, joining me is, as always, Mr. Perry Vellucci. Say hello. Hello. Timmy, how you doing there? One of the ones Good, and sir. twos. Good, sir. How are nice. You? And uh, I'm going to introduce our first guest because uh, I don't like people sitting in front of a mic and not being able to talk to it. So, uh from the world of comedy, um, something that we'll get into, I'll talk about. That's one of the new things that uh, I've been doing in the past uh, four years since uh, my last fight, The True Story of a Hockey rock star. My book came out, uh, reading the end of it, Perry. I looked back, and it was uh, July 2014 that I put the epilogue in. So a lot has happened since then. So, Mr. Uh, Ryan Daniels, thanks for joining me, buddy. We had a good time last night at the Eagles. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Darren. No, we're good to into talking about uh, comedy and uh, something that uh, we got going on, uh, the slap shot. Well, actually, Slapstick. well, did you know the re- do you know that Jason and I had so Jason Douglas and and Ryan Daniels are responsible for to everybody out there for the Darren McCarty Slapstick Comedy Tour. But Jason who um really isn't a very sports fan or not much um said to me on the after the first or second show i think we were up in edmore eating pizza and he goes oh um slap shot i thought he see he totally screwed it up he's he thought slap shot was slapstick that's how out of the touch yeah. he is so i was like so you want to change it to slap shot because i like slapstick better At least he didn't call it the touchdown tour Dude, he might have, but <laughs> dude, if it was like the lingerie bowl or something like that. So, um, so yeah. So here we're gonna dive right into you there, Ryan. So, what? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? Um, you know, little. If uh, you know, you can use this as a dating site if you need to, or you can uh, perpetuate your love to your wife as I do all the time. Yeah. This is dedicated to my wife Cheryl out there. The my Hello, love Cheryl. of my life, yeah. Everybody knows her. The great woman, the one and only that saved me and enabled me to be here. And uh, so I, I, I encourage everybody who comes on my show. So whatever you love, uh, uh, express it. And if you need love, like Perry, Absolutely. Perry's always looking for love in all the wrong places. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, but they won't uh, find any here. <laughs> not no. not here, but maybe yeah. on the comedy tour, Perry. Yeah. I, I was working it last night. You were. We're get, We'll get into. We'll get into Perry's working it because uh, I have inside I think, information. Because so uh, I think he was talking to the chubby one that I was roasting. No, <laughs> well, he, no, no. I didn't see her. No, you. Which we'll get into your comedy too. So tell it. So where are you from, Ryan? Uh, so I grew up in the 810 up in Lapeer. Ooh, nice. The 81 is well. Aaron, hey, do you know King 810? No, I King don't. King 8, that's see, he, right? Oh. King 810. Yeah, there's blunts in the background. He's nodding. There's <laughs> yeah, he's no like, blunts. Doesn't say, he don't say much. <laughs> he's just ready for me to tell him when it's, you know, it's time to go. Yeah, and I uh, started doing comedy about three years ago, um, but I've gotten into the business side of it because I've always been a, a salesman and kind of the, the salesman part of me took over once I got into ca- comedy and, uh, you know, I've kind of really taken off in the last few months, booking a lot of celebrity comedy shows across the country and... And uh, Jason and I started doing this thing with you, and I mean, we've, I think we've got you 12 dates already. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's been fun, but uh, you know, the one of the dates that, that we have as a schedule, you can uh, go on uh, 
comedianCompany.com to check out the schedule, or it'll be up on the Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Uh, what is it? A face paint? See, fuck, guys, you got it out there. I want you to. I want you to realize this with my podcast and my show. And if you can see it on live right now, is that I'm sitting behind. The um, control board. Thank you. The control board, which usually I'm sitting in the corner, but I'm like, if this is my show, I'm going to sort of try to learn this. Now, I got Tim to my left, who Tim is going to be doing all my technical stuff, which, yeah, exactly, which means don't touch that, don't touch that. I know (laughs) this one is shut Perry off, Perry Talk. I did it. I shot Perry off. (laughs) Most important button. Well, as you as you know, in my routine, you missed it last night. One of the sets is my is everybody needs a fuck you Perry guy. Everybody needs a fuck Perry. (laughs) If everybody had a fuck you Perry or a fucking Perry, that life would be better. Yeah, you know, like that. So, um, speaking of um, booking, what's uh, so? Let's talk about like like you talk about. You have the dual side of the comedy scene here in Michigan, which means booking the shows as also too with um, getting on stage too. So what's, what is the the difference? What have you enjoyed in both? Because um, you know, you've uh, booked Ron Jeremy. um, The, the, the behind the scenes stuff is definitely a lot more stressful. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of work, but it pays a lot more than actually getting on stage and doing some jokes. Uh, fortunately, I'm better at the salesman part than I am at the comedy part. But uh, but you keep you know. trying the other yeah, ones? Yeah, so. no, I'm, I, I do all right up there. I mean, no, you you, do, you, you see me you, last night. Uh, you do. And, and, I, and what I like about Ryan is he's got this, like, it's, I'm going to try to describe it for the listeners at home. So he's like that country club Sort of like that kid that you look at and he's like, well, he didn't really have to work hard. Mom and dad probably <laughs> had money. And you just like want to not like him. But he's also the kid that when you don't look, he's the one that cuts your grandma's yard, you know, but doesn't yeah. need the credit. Like he does nice things. Like he tries. I could tell by his set. Like he, he I'm going to have him do his, uh, some of his bits and, and, and hopefully some of the stuff that maybe that you practicing out or, or some yeah. really raunchy stuff but but the fact that what i was enamored by is that is that you have this like i'm supposed to not like you but you try so hard to make me not like you but i can't help but like you yeah is I, that on purpose or is that just I, yeah it's kind of just who i am i i've, I've tried the being like the really because comedy you're not really supposed to punch down and you know it's like i kind of look like the quarterback so i'm Try to be a nice guy just, up there, like, but I can't like, do it. Wait, I'm like the asshole. Tom, the Tom Brady, or the the like the yeah. so you're the all American guy, right? Yeah, you're like mean, you're you're really like Josh Rosen. Yeah. You know, no respect. You know, goes down tenth. He's just too smart for everybody, right? Yeah, it's, I just can't help it. I, sometimes I'm just a dick to people. So so something has to um, for me. Anyways, and talking to a lot of the other guys about influences or why you got into comedy, like what was funny to you growing up? Like different guys have different humor. And the one thing that I really enjoy about this tour and people who come out and see it is that like for me, I'm a storyteller Mm -hmm. because my, you know, my comedy is just like everyday life and experiences and stuff that I've had in stories. Whereas, you know, some guys are more political or some guys are more, um, but my absolute favorite uh, was Stephen Wright. 
or is Stephen Wright. Oh. Um, because I, I, I love, I just love jokes, and he's that's what he does, just jokes. But I also really liked uh, Sam Kinison's style because I like the being, I like you know mixing being a rock star with being a comic. I mean, you don't have to be the uh, self-deprecating loner up there. You know, you can be a rock star if you want to be. So it's uh, you know it's probably the two that I feel like. You know, I pull the most influence from, and then I know you mentioned uh, you know, you've talked about Anthony Jeselnik, and that's a guy that uh, you know I you know who's real current that I like a lot of his stuff. Well, that that, that I think that uh, you know, Perry, you were there last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, between getting your face stuck between that lady and Orange's breast assist, um, <laughs> I did see you did send me video of actually. I don't know if it was you that was taking the video of us. There is video of us up there and, and changing and stuff like that. So um, what did you enjoy about uh, Ryan's set last night? Because after this, you know, in between his sets, I couldn't get you off his jock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the way he interacted with the crowd, too. That That's something. I mean, yeah. like I said, I don't know how long you've been doing this. And you did a real nice job of interacting with with the uh, the one lady and yeah the there's always one and it's it's always seems to be a woman too like <laughs> I want to be a part of the show and it's like you're not you're not funny <laughs> shut up yeah so I let her have it a little bit and uh, it was funny because after the show she couldn't make eye contact eye contact with me when she walked by I I got her pretty good so. oh the, yeah you know see that yeah. the thing with that setting. Is that the stage? The way it was in the middle, it didn't go backwards. It went to the side. Yeah. And we were on the far left, and they were on the far right, where you kept interacting with that lady. Yeah. Um, then you had Mister Sweatpants. <laughs> Everybody was attacking him. Yeah. But, uh, it's funny because uh, Ron Jeremy likes to rock the sweatpants, so we've had a lot of Jason. And I've had a lot of sweatpant jokes recently. So he now really now you've that. done you know obviously some con but he's done a tour around here. You've been his yeah. uh what like what do you call what you, is uh his liaison? Yeah, well uh, pretty much yeah I'm like his tour manager and his booker. Can you, um, all right, so what's it like being the tour manager booker of Ron Jeremy? Oh, it's a, it's like it's like, like why it's like babysitting sometimes. It's it's tough. Like uh like what what do you go into before you like you book this show, Jason comes to you and yeah. goes, dude, we got Ron and you're like Ron Jeremy, like immediately. I, the, no, the when, hedge, when, uh, were you like the hedgehog, when, or like had you seen his work? When when Jason actually uh, brought me the show, like let's book. You know, what do you think about booking Ron Jeremy? I was all in. Like I 100 percent right when I seen. It, I was like, oh my god! I'm like Ron's one of the most famous people in the world. Like, Dude, he he is. What do you call um, uh, Tim? What's the what what's the thing that they call it? Um, it's like American icon. It's like a pop culture. Legend. Pop culture. Yeah, yeah, pop culture. Jesus, thank he, you. Tom. I mean, actually, uh, he's in uh, he's in fifty six music videos. He actually holds the Guinness Book of World Records. Dude, I was almost gonna say wow. bullshit. I was gonna say porns, and I was well, like, no. bullshit. Fifty six thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Higher, higher. yeah, higher. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, he's he's almost like Uncle Ron now. He calls me all the time, and uh, I'm like, like I what? Mean, actually, like now it's like I remember when I. First, he first stepped off the plane. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to meet like a, a huge celebrity." And now it's like I see his phone, and I like ignore. I'm like, "I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of talking to him." This That's week. why I'm a Mac. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "This is too too much, Ron." But, so, um, have you been on the road with him? Oh yeah, yeah. So you've went out and opened for him. You said you've tour yeah. managed for oh, yeah. Ron Jeremy. Um, yeah, I open for him. I I drive him around. Like he's got like, is it true he's got the libido of like an 18 year old? Like he just is he still on yeah, fire? Every, every, fucking anything that's not nailed down. Every show. 
after every show, yeah, there's uh, there's someone. And I usually like it's better when it happens right after the show because then I don't have to like chase them around all night. So are there yeah. people that come? Are there like, women are they, that come like, just give for us that? The, give us the Ron <laughs> yeah. Jeremy 2018. Yeah, what's that um, look like? <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm trying to think back. It's to, not. It's well, he actually does a joke about it that uh, that um, him and Gene Simmons have both like had sex with about like, three thousand women. And Gene Simmons has had sex with women that are like supermodels, and Ron has had, you know, when he's not getting pay- paid, he has sex with women that look like Gene Simmons. Uh-huh. And it's, yeah, I've seen it firsthand that it's, especially up in. Uh, <laughs> he don't care, right? Yeah, he doesn't care. He he literally doesn't care. I'm like, I'm like, you know, there's been sometimes I'm like, I think that woman's homeless, Ron. What are you doing? <laughs> but, Jesus Christ! First but, time uh, I met Ron I mean, Jeremy. Doesn't that make? You met Ron Jeremy? Yeah, it was in the oh, did late... Oh, wait, because you, you know that Tim was in Sponge, right? Well, this was way before yeah. Sponge. But yeah, I'm I was just saying, this yeah. is a way before... This isn't this even a rock Sponge. star This is 91. Story? This was my first trip out to L.A. Okay. to go out there, and you know, you're supposed to go to L.A. You know, We had long hair, and we wanted to be fucking rock stars. Well, you yeah. better go out to L.A. So we're out there living in a fucking uh, basement apartment, um, La Brea and Hollywood, with friends that were supposed to be going to the music school, and they yeah. weren't. And I was supposed to go check out the music school. My parents were like, yeah, go out to L.A., check it out, go to the school. We wake up the first morning. I'm like, hey, can I go to the school with you guys? Want to check it out? They go, dude, we're not going to school. We're fucking, we're not doing anything. We're using our parents' money to party. Yeah. We're going to be partying later. <laughs> That's all we're going to be doing. We're being a rock band. Yeah, dude. So uh, his, Ron Jeremy, in 1990, 90, his de facto office, the yeah. office of Ron Jeremy, was the payphone off the alley in front of the Rainbow Room. <laughs> I know. I've been. I've played uh, next door. Yeah, uh, that's and and, and and that was his office. So he would hound people if they wanted to try and use it. He'd be like, yeah. "Let's go, let's go." And he would always try to be on. Like he would put quarters in it just to be on it. Yeah. And that's where he was putting shit together for whatever phase he was coming out of yeah. or into. It was that day, like, That's his heyday of being a celebrity too. Dude, that's on, funny you know, because it, well, it wasn't. It didn't look like a heyday. That's yeah. what I'm trying to well, say. Thing, it was, even it was now, like, like yeah, like um. I mean, the guy's got two million dollar home, you know, million dollar mansions. Okay, and it's good. like he travels around like a like a sh- shopping bag of clothes. So it's okay, like, so maybe he's just, <laughs> he's just that's just how he is. He's okay. a thrifty guy. Okay, but he's you know he's one of the nicest human being. Like he'll call me after a, a tour, like on a Monday, be like, "Hey Ryan, how you doing? Like uh, you know everything go well? You think the shows went well? You think everyone was happy? Like he's very conscientious of good. like um, taking care of people. What are things? You know? What are things that you've learned about him that people? You know, wouldn't uh, wouldn't yeah, think know about a porn star. Oh uh, well, yeah, like some of the, some like of the stuff about his history, like his, uh, you know, he was started doing comedy back in 1969. Uh, he is he started actually started with stand up. Yeah, and uh, he's actually a really good piano player. Like he'll some, if there's a piano in the lobby of a hotel, he'll get on it and get the he's, fuck out. He's of like here. he's he's a master at it. Uh, really? Yeah. It's then he, he teach he taught uh, special ed special ed too. Special ed in the oh 70s. wow! Yeah. yeah, and he's a master in uh, he's got a master's in theater. So yeah, and all the guys, uh, he's like a renaissance man. He's the most interesting man alive. I mean, you know, but he wears Crocs now. <laughs> so wow! But uh, Crocs and sweats. What's wrong with that? I didn't know that he taught. I didn't know yeah. any of that. That's hey, crazy. So um, my I ran into him around the same time out in nineteen ninety one. Um, I ran into him. I was out there with Wayne Gretzky's brother. I was eighteen at Santa Wayne's, and we were in. Oh, okay. We were in 
Vegas at one of the places, and he was, I just remember, he was, had saw, because I, I, Proby was there, I saw Proby, I saw <laughs> David Robinson, I turned, I saw Ron Jeremy and Victoria Paris, I remember, yeah. and and whatever, ports, it was like, holy vague, it was like, wow, and I think Motley Crue might have been around the corner or whatever. Wow. You know, so like you got a, you got a full dose of Vegas, that well, night. or uh, LA, <laughs> or LA, it was yeah. LA, but oh, it was like it was cra- it was just crazy to be able to like, oh, it's it's real, you know. Yeah, like I had back in the night as an eighteen year old. So yeah. I, I actually uh, I, I lost him once in, on this tour. I um, on, uh, dude, that sounds like he's got <laughs> Alzheimer's or something. Or, or no, dementia. but uh, <laughs> no, it was like it was one of those like I I feel like you know I'm supposed to always get, you know watch him or whatever. And uh, there was one night where he, um. It was our second weekend together, and uh, <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, no. Did that just didn't sound. It didn't sound right. It didn't sound right. It was our second. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. I got you though, so bro. So dreamy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we just um, we did two shows back to back, and um, like I hadn't slept in like forty hours. Like it was crazy. Because like, we did a show, we we're out all night partying, and then I went to my day job the next day because it was in Michigan. These shows, and then. Uh, and I picked them you up mean the it, being a comedian, you gotta have a day job too in Michigan? I mean, I, I, yeah, I do have. You know, I've got a day job right now. All right, I mean, good, but, good. Uh, That's this is my day job, I yeah. guess. <laughs> that and golfing. But uh, so um, then I pick them up for a Friday show, and uh, that was the Token Lounge in Westland. It was it was rocking. It was like two hundred and fifty people in there, maybe. Awesome. Without the token, um, yeah, it was just packed uh, packed full, and uh, that was again. That was another long night. We, had, we did the show. He he hangs out all night. You know, meets everyone. We had a you know, little party afterwards, and then uh, about three in the morning, he's like, "I want to go to the casino." And he's like, really adamant about going to the casino. I was like, "I'm like Ron. I'm I'm about to die. Like I'm 40 hours without sleep. I don't know if we can make it." And uh, but I'm like, you know what? And we had a great show. I'm like, he wants to play some blackjack. I'm gonna take the man to the. I took him to MGM, pull in the parking garage right up to like the the, the third level, and it was like you know super late, so no one was there. So I just pull right up to the door. He gets out. I did one of those things where I just lean back. Close my eyes, and then I wake up. It's like two and a half hours later. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. They're like the window was still open and stuff. I'm like, I'm shocked I didn't get robbed. But uh, <laughs> so I call him immediately, and he answers like right away. He's like, hello. He always answers the phone. He's like, hello. And I'm like, Ron, where are you at? He's like, oh, I couldn't find you. I'm like, well, I'm in the car. He's like, so he just got a taxi. Went back to the hotel in Romulus. I'm like, all right, so you're cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Well, see you later. <laughs> Dude, so up to that, you had a movie there yeah. that could go against any fucking hangover. Like, yeah, it was like a hang- you, yeah. You, you were right there until you got yeah. a hold of him. Yeah, that's, then, that yeah. was a world class comedy. Yeah, how yeah. I lost a porn star. Yeah, <laughs> damn, it was Ron Jeremy. Everybody, I, I mean, you know, like that—that's what finding it ends Ron up at, Jeremy. Hey, yeah, that, that's how it ends up on Netflix. Yeah. It was a motion that picture. Could be a series. No, for that it, it was Ron Jeremy. No, that's all right. How's, how's his comedy? What's his style? Uh, so he's actually, he's really funny. Um, he, he's a little bit more like, uh, you know, kind of does some, you know, old school street jokes, you know, you know, a lot of dick jokes, things like that. But, uh, he, he's got a good stage presence. Did you talk about his time in porn? Oh yeah. yeah. And, um. Anecdotal shit? Like. Yeah. Stuff like that. But, uh, he gets laughs. I mean, he gets, he, the, the audience enjoys it. Um, you know, it's one of those things like, uh, I mean, he's a performer. I mean, the guy's been in movies, he, you know, not only has he done porn, but yeah, he's done legitimate movies. He's been around the industry, so it's like he knows how to entertain a crowd. And so are there females that show up there like to like like he's Ron Jer- or he was Ron Jeremy. He's older Ron Jeremy. He's at the fucking token in Westland. He's 
10 feet away, I can touch them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like there's ladies there that are there to sort of tempt that? Like, can I, can I lay down with a porn star? Like, are um, there, is there any of that? Yeah, a couple of shows it looked like it, but you know, it's not like it's not like what you would think, where it's like, oh my gosh, these women are smoking. I mean, he's still. Well, I'm not talking about. Yeah, you know, all women are beautiful. I'm just saying, in general, are there women? Like, do you see something people like, no trying to be all they can be? That's right Perry's now. model for everybody. Is <laughs> there any Make a Wish Foundation shit happening at the Ron Jeremy shows where people are like, man, I, I, I gotta lay yeah. down with? No, with I, Ron I think there's. I think there was like two I shows. There was, there was two different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's right. There. He's at the top. I got to get a hedgehog. Yeah. yeah. No, there was no? there was a couple of shows that that happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where it was like you I could would tell. think that you know some hot. You could tell there was probably like, like no, a, I, well that's the thing. He's sixty five now, yeah. so okay. I mean, he's, I don't. He's getting up there. So. The output's not. I there. mean, you never do. You never know. Maybe who knows? The diff, what I've learned is that you know what to each their own, and yeah. and I, I, I wish that everybody is able to find what they're looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then keep it to themselves, and then we're all good. That's just good to hear that he's, you know, so, healthy and productive and doing yeah, shit. Like so, right, so do you, can I put you on the spot? Can you throw? Can you throw Timmy and uh, throw the boys here a couple, uh, couple of your jokes, or you got a couple that uh, maybe you're working on? You want to throw to the audience? Uh, well, give well, a little, you give told a little me taste. I do the uh, the Trump joke, so I'll, I'll go. With, you know. I don't know if uh, Trump's wall is going to work because I recently had a fence installed in my backyard, but my lawn still gets cut. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Immigration, we, yeah. we, we tackle it all here. Yeah. And then uh, you were talking about some of the raunchier stuff that I don't, you know. I, there's a few jokes I like that I don't use a lot anymore uh, just because I personally love them, but they usually don't work. Perfect. I love. Uh, See, so I want. I want. Uh, no, but I want. This is grind time with Darren yeah. McCarty, and you know what? This shit. is all what, the shit that's not working. Lay is, it on us, right? Right. But this is the stuff. This is what I'm talking about. And this is what because this is you know why did we start this because it's my truth, and everybody who comes on here, you know, minus fucking Perry, he doesn't get a truth. You know, he's got one, but it gets to pent up in the corner. But everybody yeah. who comes on here gets your truth. So if there's shit you want to work on, if there's yeah. shit you like, it's like fuck. I really want to use this cocksucking joke, but. But I just have, don't get the audience. Would just, God damn it, Douglas, would you quit fucking putting me in some fucking eagles with some fucking up north with the rednecks and shit like that? Because well, I got Max solid. trying to say is he's willing to fine tune some of your material. If, okay. you, want, if you want to woodshed right. it here. So here's one of my favorite. <laughs> woodshed, I like is, it. This is, is that uh, music and comedy, woodshed. Everything's woodshed. Are you kidding? <laughs> I think it's hockey. Is it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, back by the woodshed. Back to the woodshed. Right, so this is my guys. favorite joke that I've ever, you know, that I've ever written. I think it's perfect. I love it. Growing up, if you had a treehouse, you had a great childhood full of like fantastic memories, great adventures. Unless, of course, an older goth kid sexually assaulted you in that treehouse. Yeah, my parents were really happy when I grew up that goth phase. Two different twists in there. I like that yeah, one. Yeah. A, that I, think, I think you probably have three more quality tags on that one bit. Yeah. I believe in you. There's three more there. I've kind of put that one to bed, you know. No, no keep that going. Yeah. Lay three more tags on there. Okay. You got them. Nope. You know you got them. No, that, that's Dude, good. Because that could keep going. Yeah. You can, that could keep you going. Because, see, the one thing, and I think that people at home, I want you to get this taste, that he's got that, whoa, he's going there. Whoa, no, he I, didn't. Yeah. He just did. He just like did. It. And I then like if that. he went back and went, and went, like, made it something like, 
Well, no, the goth phase. No, because of being something else, you go back to being the nice guy. Dude, I I agree with Tim. The grind (laughs) time. uh, Absolutely. Now that Perry, okay, we'll let Perry matter this time because he's voting on the right side. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Jesus. You got one. Um, But yeah, I'd like to see you work on that. Okay. No, yeah, because, and you know what, because, and work on it as we're saying, because as we're doing these comedy shows and stuff, working towards uh, the Ron Jeremy shows and the finales, or, yeah, finales, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's Timmy's homework for you. The grind grind time requests. Uh, more tags on the goth more joke. More tags okay. on the goth Figure it out. Yeah. All right, I'll work on it. You got any, uh, you got any more? Um, all right, here's another one that... Uh, and this one I don't use ever, but it's it's pretty brutal. I think it, I like it. Um, <laughs> bring it, bring it. So I think I I think I got catfished recently. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, catfishing is when you show up on a date and it's a different uh, different girl than you're expecting. So I go to this date. Well, it's the same girl from her profile, except the profile picture was before the fire. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, the the date went really well. She's a great listener. At least I think she is because she. You know she can't blink. Um, yeah, that's kind that's of more a, of that. That's yeah, that kind of tapers off there. That's one of those yeah. like, like, oh, oh no, it's bad. But uh, I don't know. I, I think oh, that's good. Dude, no, I like it. The morbid. I like the, it. Yes, the do mor- it. Own because, it. Because it works for you. There's a. Right? I was waiting for the ear thing. Which ear? Yeah. There's not really a whole ear there. Do I talk into? it? I'm waiting for more. Give us yeah, more. That's, more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then I just go. Just, see that's. Just, do you see how you get bass down. player love? You Dude, know, like this is a bass, bass player here, right? So you got. So you got to see that how he sees the world, right? Because yeah. yeah. so he sort of sees it as Blunts does. Yeah. Back there, sort of like as a whole in the back, right? Like sort of as a bigger picture guy, bigger picture. See where you're going. Yeah. You know, like me in front, like I'm a. You know, got LSD, lead singer disease. You know, like in the in the front, <laughs> just just direction, slow down, keep the beat. That's why they that's why they have something to do with rhythm, right? Like Perry knows. I know, no, I you only play the skin flute, bro. <laughs> Dude, you got a good thing. You got he, he was kind of touching on it. Mac was trying to say about the about the Eddie Haskell thing. I think it's more of a serial killer thing. <laughs> You know, I oh, think you got to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go more serial oh, killer. So we're going, yeah, because the, what are the, like, the, uh, the, uh, like the American so, Psycho. Dude, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite movies. The Christian Bale. You need to own it. Yeah. Uh, he's got just so, good looking. Cause you're like, you're good looking enough to pull that off. You like know? not quite Tom Brady. There's all that, but <laughs> sort of like a little bit more than. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's got some Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But like, more of a serial killer. A sociopath. Sociopath. He's got no feeling. Yeah, none, you're able to compartment. I got hey, one. On, you got to be able to see it. The shit that you're writing with the guy, the yeah. murder, the fire. Like you're right there, dude. You need to is you need to give yourself permission to be a serial killer, <laughs> comedian. But I also I have oh it doesn't matter if you're a serial killer <laughs> comedian. Hey man, you don't have to be comedian. You got to do what you got to do. Killer? I'm just trying to help the guy out. I think he's got a good look. I think he's got a good. I I like it. Yes. I think you just own that serial killer thing. <laughs> that's a, a serial that, killer comedian. That's I don't know. <laughs> no, you know what I'm that, saying though. No, right? I got. I that's a little Sam Kinison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Sam, well, yeah, but see, oh, Sam Kinison was overt. No, that's it what was I mean, all it's out a there. Well, here's bit, the not, here's yeah. the conflict in my style. I like style. how he's like a sleeper. He's a sleeper killer. You know, yeah. They, they, it's yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the conflict dude, in my Dexter, style. Dude. I also have um, Dexter. Same thing. You fucking Dexter. We're all on the same page. You just have to do it. We can't throw the ball and catch it. Yeah, I can't do it. But I also like good. 
clean, fun humor. Well, like you I, can do I, go ahead. That's, that's the part. That, that's dude, a setup. We just said sociopath. Dude, that's the part of it. Their fucking dinner tomorrow at mom's house for fucking Mother's here's another, Day. Here's another joke that I like to tell I can't use because because uh, of the contrast of my style. Okay. I have this, like, I think it's a it's a Christian First joke. First of all, we'll decide whether you can use it or not. <laughs> okay. No, I think this, this is another joke that I, that I love, um, but I don't use that much. Um, so... Uh, um, and it's a Christian joke, it's, and it's not like an anti-Christian joke. Okay. Uh, so, as, you know, as the joint gets passed around. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's uh, Jesus was a Jesus was a man when he walked the earth, and he hung out with the disciples, a bunch of a bunch of guys. And me being a guy, I know it's like to hang out with the other dudes. So you know, at some point, Jesus had to have farted, and everyone laughed. And I always wondered how it went. Like, did he uh, did he get uh, Paul to pull his finger? Did he cup it, throw Luke's face, body of Christ? No, I think what happened is he told Peter, if you deny it three times, you supplied it. Ah, See, that's just good. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. I I think, but again, it just doesn't like, because, you know, if I go from like, oh, Trump and the Mexican wall, and then well, then you dump that one. Now, hey, Perry likes that one, so it's not that funny. (laughs) I think I'm still thinking that Tim didn't even, Tim didn't, (laughs) right, exactly. Fucking, but he'll show you. But see, Tim didn't even. Well, flinch I, I didn't think it was as out of like fish out of water as you might think with your other material because there's a, there's a sort of edge to what you're saying. Right. Yeah. You were. It, it, I think it's a think, Christian joke because Christ was in it, but you're talking about him throwing shit at the apostles. Yeah, but so. it, it, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> what I like about that joke is it gets. We're people, off the reservation at that point. Once well, once well, Jesus is throwing shit. Yeah. What I like about that joke is it does make people think realize. Oh yeah, Jesus would have farted because he's a dude. Like yeah. he literally is. A, you know, he's a guy. So well, of course well, he farted. Hold on. <laughs> You'd take that right. Yeah. But. Technically, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> there's there's nothing in the Bible that supports what this man is saying. Yeah, there is <laughs> no. We simply can't trust him. Well, let's uh, call up a pastor right now and find out. Did Jesus fart? Yeah. No, but you would think that. But that's a good point. But that plays plays towards too yeah. because you could you get those crowds and and stuff like that beating on that yeah. side, and then you come back with the guy. Yeah, it's just, it's I just, I just I, it just made me like the like your character more. Look, this fucking crazy guy, he's going to talk about Jesus throwing shit at the apostles. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's killing people in the shed right. <laughs> when he was goth. Yeah. He's dating Treehouse. chicks with burn fucking, he's dating burn victims. Right, but, he, but like, giving him the ca- time. It was a catfish Wait, situation. but giving him the time. Yeah, because catfish, because he was, he didn't know whether the, the bill, but he, you know, he was still giving her time to talk to her. Yeah. He's a psychopath. You, you could have thrown that at Monique last night. So you reminded me of the catfish I was dating. Well, actually, I missed one with Mo- uh, with Monique. Was um, there's another like go to heckler joke that I use. It's you know, um, especially when it's women that are heckling me. I'm like, is my fly down because your mouth keeps opening? <laughs> you know, they, that, I missed that one. I would have that would have been another nail in her coffin. But uh, <laughs> oh, what you were getting heckled last night? Yeah, yeah, last night I was getting heckled. Yeah, she was giving you the business. Yeah, give well, you a run for the money. Not really. No? I mean, I no. shut her down. Okay, yeah, it was. I mean, the. the yeah, I put her in her place. <laughs> it, it, it worked out. It was fun. It was, you know, the, the crowd was good. Like, how do you, and that's different, because uh, what's the biggest crowd you've played in front of, or uh, gone in front of, or how does it change? Like, last night, say, it's we did an Eagles up in Clarkson last night, and it was about 120 people, maybe? 130, 140. 130, 140. Big, 140. Yeah, I, I can't count. but uh, It was sold out. It was packed. Okay. I did um I did a crowd in front of about five hundred at a corporate like uh, 
So how are the corporate? Obviously, the corporate gigs are clean. Yeah, you know, like the sets. What's the what's the mindset going? As I guess in preparation as a comedian, just, um, just low hanging fruit type jokes. You know, like just like generic kind of vanilla, clean stuff that um, you know I won't use at uh, you know in a, in a club setting just because you know it just doesn't really work as well. But yeah, no, it, but that. Uh, yeah, the corporates are pretty good because they pay a little bit better. Right, than doing a nightclub. So, so how do you work as far as uh, your process as a comedian goes? Because so your next, do you have any gigs before the gig on the night? No, you know what? Honestly, I don't really do that much comedy. It's like I I do these shows that I book. Uh, other than that, like I'm just busy. I my day job. I I'm a sales manager for a roofing company, so I sell roofs. And then I sell comedy shows at night. Right on. And um, does it so help? I, does, 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 does learn like to be able to sell one help sell the other? Yeah, being able to sell, you know, that's just something I've you know, like I've been a salesman since I was like eighteen. So, um, but uh, no, yeah. So I kind of honestly I don't really write that much. So I'm just pretty much like a ten minute opening act right now. Um, you know, I kind of I do some improv well, on the stage. Well, you know, Tim like, just gave you homework and be a twelve minute. Yeah, I might get to twelve, <laughs> but you know, I've I've done. I've done twenty twenty five at a corporate, but it's stuff like you know that is pretty generic and happy. Right, right. You know, nothing, you know. But uh, my own material, I'd say about fifteen is like my solid, my best. That's my cool. Best so, it, so now let's get away from comedy, uh, sports fan, movies, oh, yeah. TV I mean, shows. Like ninety uh, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Red Wings loved it. You know, I big time Red Wings fan. My entire entire life you know i had all the nhl games like Dude, that was right in your wheelhouse you told me you were born in 85 so you're 12 and yeah, 97 yep. so that's i always correlate everything back yep. to me of course because it's grind time with darren curdy um in 84 i was uh there was lance parish i was 12 yeah. so um and i always say like can you imagine being a 12 year old now yeah no it's definitely brought it up last night yeah so. i mean i was literally like the best time to be red wings fan was when i was a kid and, and so uh, did you play uh, not hockey. I played baseball. Oh, cool! Baseball in high school. Um, I did a little uh, mixed martial arts in my twenties. Um, with a, but um, yeah, do a lot of weightlifting. So that's the, kind of the extent of my athletics. Where'd but, you train MMA? Uh, a gym called AKC out of Emily City. So oh, okay. my best. My best friend's a professional cage fighter, or was. Um, now he's a. Who's yeah, that? Same Stephen Lowe. Okay. Cool, man. But, uh, Tim's our uh, resident. I train at Stars and Strikes. Okay. In okay. Westland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And his uh, all the, the that's what we're talking about tonight. Um, yeah. Is that there's uh, all these the young and Tim's really involved. Uh, um, you know, not only d- doing it with these guys, but supporting all these fighters and. Uh, yeah. So we're just uh, if anybody's out there li- listening right now and you live over by uh, ABC. Is it ABC uh, Harley? No, no. Oh, no. There's a show tonight at uh, Motor City Harley on Haggerty. Motor City yeah. Harley. If anybody's okay. over that way, uh, Absolutely. you know, probably around to like event. 1 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, all these guys. And that's what I love about the MMA. And, you know, especially guys, is if you're tough enough, you get a shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. like hopefully. And, and uh, you're out there battling really for just for your pride so it's uh, and and it's great to see that when it's done the right way so yeah i was blown away by how similar it was to i grew up in the music industry yeah. and then of course you're in, you know making your way yeah. through the comedy business and you know pro athlete world champion pro athlete sitting here and it's just amazing how similar 
that world is for them. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're trying to sell tickets. You know, they're oh, trying yeah. to make a name for themselves at the different events. Just like we tried to make a name for ourselves at the different bars. You know, we try to dominate the studio lounge in Westland, yeah. and then we try to dominate the token, and then trying to break it on the east side. And these fighters are kind of just doing the same thing. Yeah, it's very similar. So no, one hundred percent. I I love it. I I just I just try to support them as much as I can. So. Yeah, and that's kind of actually was, I think, what helped me get into comedy because I always wanted to do comedy, and I was a sh- shyer kid, and then uh, when I started training, like, you know, once you uh, get your, you know, get knocked the fuck out, you just don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like... Well, that's... The, you know, the, I, I started getting on stage after that. It was like, I just didn't give a shit, you know? I well, that, you know, that, that's the one thing, and, and also, too, as, as what I'm learning, the one thing that in my life, and I think, Tim, as both of us um, recovering... A uh, lot of us in this room, <laughs> wherever recovering, uh, is yeah. is just the fact that when you when what somebody else says, thinks about me is none of my business, yeah. and to go about it and just to free it up and be you and you know I always talk about my truth and just being true to yourself. You know, keep your intentions pure and and you know true to the ones around you. That's the the greatest thing that I've been taught is just to to follow my truth, and I know that the that from experience the hardest thing is change change and truth are the hardest but usually that's when things are going in the right direction yeah. so do you got a, um is there anybody active out there that's kind of taking you under their wing anybody that's maybe a notch above you that's getting out into more cities is there any mentor that you have that has uh, sort of lifted you up a little bit or well, have, you, uh, have you found that yet uh, jason douglas is uh i mean we're different comedy styles but as far as uh show business i've you know, you know he's helped me. I mean, he's helped. He saved me my ass a couple of times on some shows just because he's got a lot of booking power. Um, or some other um, promoters in some some areas across the country tried to like, you know, cut in on a on a show that we were booking with Ron Jeremy tour. They kind of got under, you know, kind of yeah, went around our backs, which, but we were able to sort of like the music yeah. business. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so business. This, uh, this guy helped you sort of navigate that. Or yeah. He's helped me it. navigate through that. Yeah. Whole, whoa, like, whoa, don't yeah. take this shit. Yeah. So, um, and you know, and he'll warn me about stuff and I'll, I'll not listen and it'll kind of blow up in my face. And then he's like, then I'm like, yeah, you warned me, but I guess I had to learn it for myself. But, uh, okay. So he's been kind of who I've been taking a lot of advice from yeah i listen to rogan religiously i mean to me he's like the gold standard for podcasting and yeah he's uh he seems i don't know him personally but it seems like he's lifted a lot of guys up especially in his circle they, a lot of guys talk about how you know he was the first person to take them out on the road he was the first person to let them open one of the specials mm-hmm. you know it's pretty cool to hear that in the in the comedy world that yeah that there's guys like that out there but yeah if i think as far as actual like comedy comedy i I, don't know, I think I may have just come to the the point where I'm like, hey, you know what? I just I'm happy being behind the scenes. Okay. I can do I can do an opening act for anyone that I, I travel. I think that's with. what's important. I yeah. think that that's what with uh, says with, a lot about with yeah. the com- company too. Is as it, you know what? It's also too is that it's nice to be. It's sort of like what we got going here with grind time. Yeah, it's it's sort of like on its own. Let it develop. You know, it's something yeah. new. Yeah, both are new. For adventures, sorry. <laughs> Fuck, I had Advent- adventures for me. I got it. Am I good? Yeah. yeah. Both are new adventures, but they, you know, sort of go hand in hand. But it, it goes with the same thing. But in, everybody has a role, and it's and it's great for for guys to be able to you know play that role or or just and to have that flexibility. Was 
Perry, that video that you showed me and Mikey the other day, was that an, an event where Ryan was involved? Is that, no, that no, was, no, that was something else. That okay. was uh, the first one up in Lapeer. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask Ryan, I mean, how do you think uh, Max yeah. doing up there? You know, uh, he, I think he's great. I, and you know what? I knew right when uh, Jason and I were talking about approaching you, because um, he had the idea first. I was like, let's totally do it. Let's, let's go after it. And um, I knew you'd be good at it just because I've heard you on the radio in the past. Um, you've, you know, you know how to work a room and talk to people and you're a storyteller. I, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not the hardest thing in the world, really. Once you have that confidence to just get up on stage and entertain is that crowd, that you know? life experience? Is that like a huge help? Like, like oh yeah, because he can stand up and just kind of be himself. Exactly, and, that, and I think that's why you see a lot of comics don't get big until they're you know maybe middle age. Is when I mean, you see a lot they of got that, that shit under the yeah, belt. Yeah, because they okay. you know they they have the life experience. I, I I can only think of a few comedians that have got huge at a young age, like you know like a Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle were were kids when they started getting big. But other than yeah. that, I'm like look at Rodney Dangerfield. I think he was in his. Mid forties before he got famous. That's I mean, interesting. So you almost have to have some yeah. real world shit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. uh, but uh, you know, Darren's Darren's great. Actually, that's all Jason and I can talk about is how shocked we are, how good you are. Like, I mean, we thought you'd be pretty good, but you're like legitimate up. You know, legitimately funny up there. Well, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I got a lot of things to work with. Look at fucking Perry <laughs> next. <laughs> fucking Perry next to me. All this fucking shit. But I think it's something that. You know what? It's fun because of the people that are around. Like I always yeah. try. The one thing that I've learned, you know, and at the point where I'm at in my life right now is where I'm only going to do things that I like, but I'm not afraid to do something that maybe I've never done, but yeah. I want to get good at it. Like I, I told my wife, I said, you know, like I did the band 15 years ago, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I've have the experience of I don't you know if you can go in front and try to hold a tune in front of 10,000 people you're good you know if you yeah. can play in front of that to, to but the, the, to truly want to be good and to and to learn but also to watch your peers and to be able to, to like to share but also to see different kinds of comedy and yeah. stuff like that and and I think that uh, it's a combination of the, you know the best comedies and and like you said we were talking before but uh the difference you know corporate is clean or you have to do some comedy which is clean which is good and i think it's important mm. to be versatile and have different sort of sets for different sort of yeah places for different sort of experiences but it's it's also too to have to be able to tell jokes and that's what right. i'm working towards i think i can write some stuff you know like i i attempted my first you know well, my first my first joke I ever wrote was was I you know everybody asked me about you know like my sex life or getting laid you know you had to have, you had to you know banged a lot of broads or you know actresses porn stars all this I said Man. yeah 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 but you know I don't kiss and tell about that shit or whatever um, See, but just for how you low his voice got but just <laughs> voice got real yeah I would bury weight so, on your shit <laughs> but just uh, just so you know pillow talk just for you guys here because this is an intimate setting I'll, I'll let you guys in yeah, on yeah nobody's secret. listening yeah because nobody's listening and uh, tell your mom I said hi you know so that's pretty that's much it that's that's the first yeah. joke I ever wrote yeah and, and, he, and he rocked it the first very first show he did a <laughs> great job joke Tim, I ever wrote. Tim you'd be what I really like and and um, Ryan, if you notice this, but he's also now he's incorporating some physical in there. You notice how he's yeah. he's moving on the stage, and then the little voice changes. And I mean, he's 
He was. Yeah. I thought he. I thought he killed it yesterday with some of the stuff. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's all too deep. Um, and let me. It's just finding what works into what else, and if you can go. What reaction you're expecting? Do you, is that how you go into sort of like I'm thinking this joke here will go off like this, so I yeah. want to back it with this joke or build them like you said. Like some of some of them have you know built in. Yeah. Yeah, I got my like you know stuff that I know is gonna work. Um, I mean, if it doesn't work, then the show's gonna suck. But uh, but do you have yeah. like okay? Do you have a uh, what do you call like in, in music? Right, they say fake it till you make it. Right, yeah. like which is like if you don't know what the fuck I'm singing, if I don't know what I'm singing, the hell the fuck are yeah, you gonna? The thing know? about comedy is you can't do no no. Cover but songs, do you? But you know do you I mean? have <laughs> no no? But do you have a go to like if you know shit's going bad? Do you have like a emergency button like yeah well i'm the opener i just say okay that's my time and i just oh, yeah. <laughs> i walk right off the stage so you got a big out yeah, yeah. so I, you know i don't have to headline so because like, I, I think that's <laughs> i think that one of the things that i just learned in the short time yeah um is like feeling the crowd but also to knowing which angle to go and like yeah once and i were talking last night is that and perry you know said because you were talking about the interaction with the female in the crowd um, is that that interaction with the crowd plays pretty big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's almost like it's it's almost like thinking of of almost doing a skit or doing a bring them along for the ride. Yeah, bring them bring them in with it and thinking about how to do that along with it. And all, I guess and 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 crowds here at all it's it's different too because yeah. you're playing at home now. Now have you performed outside of Michigan? Yeah, I'm actually an international touring comedian. Oh, so I, did that, Sarnia. So I did Sarnia one time. <laughs> hey, that's why. Hey, that, hey you know what? <laughs> you know what? I think I did see your name come across my desk for international uh, for trip to Canada, being yeah. Canadian, because you know I am the weed ambassador <laughs> of Canada. <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> no, I literally it was a corporate show at a hotel. Like we turned off the bridge and took a right, and we were at the show. That's that's my international touring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so you went to the casino next to. Did it. you have to get yeah. shots for that? Yeah. No. Um, no, I had to take shots to do that. But, uh. <laughs> no, dude, but when he did the exchange for getting yeah. paid, he actually <laughs> lost money. Wah, wah. So you do, uh, <laughs> Mac, do you still uh, do a lot of gambling? or you, uh, kind of- you know what? I, I got every... Okay. No, I don't gamble like I used to. I don't gamble yeah. any sports bets. I don't I don't play blackjack. Anything. I do love slots, though. Okay. I will I will bang a hundred in a slot every yeah. now and then and and have a great old time. Okay, yeah, I've heard about like your blackjack exploits. Oh yeah. fuck, dude! Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? You what did you hear? Have a blackjack? Do you have a blackjack? Do you well, have? A I'm sto- a poker guy. I've never like the only. See, I, have a, poker. I have a poker. I have poker stories too. Yeah. I mean, I should have stopped playing poker when. When I lost the, in one of the first times I played Omaha, which anybody knows. No, that's a Omaha, sick game. Yeah. Pot limit, three-handed, lost a $20,000 pot. When the flop is 2-2-7, two, two, I got sevens full. Somebody's yeah, got somebody, twos full and somebody rivers a two. Yeah. One outer. I should have known to quit then. But my blackjack, I don't play blackjack anymore yeah. because back in the day, um, you know, it's I was walking out of MGM with like $12,000 on me, decided to stop and play 
a few hands and ended up with an $8,000 hand that I had to take a marker out on that I split eight times and ended up... On one one hand? Yeah. I lost 64 grand on the hand. Oh, man. So I lost the 12 or 14 in my pocket and a 50 marker and then... How did I not commit suicide? Yeah, like, I, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a like with poker. I, I mean, I've never lost money like that. But relatively speaking, to my bankroll versus your bankroll, I've had big losses where it's like you feel gut shot after, and you just want to like, <sighs> like I've punched walls because of poker, and it's like, all right, when I got to that point, I'm like, all right, I'll back. I off quit playing. You know what? I like I said right yeah. now. Like now, it's like I can't. I don't gamble. Like yeah. I know I don't sports bet. I don't even do like because I don't. Yeah, I don't get enjoyment out of it. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, I play poker a lot too. I mean, I've won. Should I've yeah. I've played back in the day, World Series and like you know stuff like that. I just don't. Yeah, I get more enjoyment just watching the slot machine go around. You know, for the ADD okay. and get high and watch that. So yeah. I don't have any gambling, but I love the casino for that yeah. reason. You know, but I don't, it's yeah. just, it's too much stress, and I'd rather spend my money on weed. Yeah. It's Amen. true. Amen. I, I, it, it just doesn't get me anywhere. I'm a well, bad gam. I'm lucky. <laughs> hey, that's why I got, that's why I got blunts. He's, I'm lucky in life, unlucky in gambling. He's unlucky in life, lucky in gambling. Well, Mac said, he, <laughs> Mac told me, he goes, I don't have a gambling problem. I got a losing problem. <laughs> Dude, or I can get to the bonuses. I just can't fucking hit the big one. Yeah. But it's it's self awareness. That's what I preach. You know, like it's like what when I started becoming self aware, and I think that one of the things on grind time is that is is the like as part of your truth or my truth or whatever. It's just self awareness, and yeah. and you know, because at the end of the day, you're the only one who really, really, really knows. And, and it's the same thing as as why do you come back and how do you learn from it? I mean, we all make mistakes and sh- shit, and life's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's just to, to not continue to do the same thing, and for me, it's just that sort of awareness now, yeah, and enjoying it. I mean, I I have a I have a great life, you know. I got kids that are healthy, four great kids that are healthy, yeah. two great stepkids that are healthy, wife that loves me, friggin' dogs that are nuts, but the, you know they're they're great, you know. Um, you know, so life is good. I get this comedy adventure. I'm down yeah. in Florida again, golfing. Get to do this when I come back in town. You know, get to get to. Life is good, and I yeah. I preach that positivity to for everybody to find. You know, find their peace. Well, you know, Mac, it goes back to what you said. You you found your truth over the the, the in the last four years since you wrote that book with the quitting uh, drinking, oh yeah, quitting dude. smoking. You found your yeah. truth. You made the changes. And like you said, those are those are two hard things for anybody to to own up and you know admit it, figuring that well, out. Well, you know, it's just that it's it it can be done. You know what do we always say? It don't matter how many times you fall down, get back up. That's the big yeah. thing. It doesn't matter. And you know, like I say, you can't choose your family, but you can't choose your blood, but you can choose your family. You know, it's the people you surround yourself by, and and uh, you know. Um, you know, I, I'm one of those people that that uh, is never gonna have a t- shit ton of money because I don't need a shit ton of money. I just you know enough to for things to survive because I it I get rid of I give it away anyway. So it's so that's where everybody else. That's not my happiness, yeah. you know. And that's one thing. And then this is hey guys, this is the uh, D Max share of the day. You're gonna get this, Ryan, because this is important. Okay. Okay. 
Now, everybody, um, and I just realized this because I got to read you guys this. And, and so everybody knows I just moved back to, uh, to Florida, right? Well, they do now. Okay, yeah, I, I moved back to Florida. They know that. No, so I wrote this down because I realized that it's as and because a lot of reasons my my fa- father-in-law's uh, illness, my wife needs to be closer to him, I need to golf. Uh, that's my sanctity down there, you know, for serenity. That's where things be back and forth doing all different things. But to go down and, and um, you know, I've, I, I wrote it down. Cheryl and I have been together since for eight years. Um, married for six and have moved 13 times oh, together, wow. right? Christ, now, but what I'm telling you is a lot of people find location and houses and towns, places, you know, where you're from as your foundation. For me, I really realize that sometimes you look at your foundation and it's not a place, it's a person. Yeah. So as long as I'm with my wife, because then everything else is fine. So whether it's so I encourage people out there that if if we're, you know, because they always say, you know, that adage and it's, you know, you, no matter where you go, you take yourself. That's true. But if you take the, the person with you, you know, it doesn't matter. That's to me, that's where the foundation goes. So. So if people are looking or lost or whatever, keep looking and because and, your foundation might be like mine, it might be in a person. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's just something. That's awesome, man. Some sort of that deep shit that we like to, uh, the positive vibes and the, with all the negative bullshit going on in the world, we like to, uh, we like yeah. to vibe out on right. the positive. Sometimes the destination is a person. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah, but it is, but it is because you know what? It's the awareness. It's it's just like it's like hey, it's raining. Not why is it raining? Just yeah. hey, dude, you're getting wet. Okay, I'm getting wet. Not why am I getting wet? Why is it raining? It's raining three days in a row. Fuck that. Just where are you? You know, yeah. know where you are. That's all my higher power wants from me. And it's it's something that I think that with grind time, um, you know, we're gonna get to meet great interesting people that I have in my life, you know, like Ryan, you met tonight, that we're doing a bunch of great shit, you know, we're going to touch base, obviously, hope you, hopefully we'll have Ron on when he's in town, and, <laughs> and we'll be able to talk about different things and be able to work together and stuff like that, but but it's, it's, it's also about the real, real, and as I go around the room here before we wind up, just, uh, I think it's important, you got, uh, Perry, anything to share, anything on your mind, anything in the past week bothering you you need to get off your chest any words of advice for the people at home or any just are you gonna fucking just beg and grovel and give out your phone number so you hope somebody calls you not at that stage yet okay okay but you know what i i I came across something too this week and it basically stated that that we're all writers and we're writing our own story and every day is a, a new new page to that story and you can write whatever chapter you want you know, so whatever we want to be, whatever we want to do, do it. And you're adding to your story. Every single one of us. We're all writers. And and I think that's just, uh, and it goes back to the positive, Matt, because what you're doing with this show to, to hopefully make people laugh, make people think, um, which what you're trying to do is with the information you're providing. And then now you're doing the comedy and you're making people laugh. 
and they, they, they like they want to sit and listen to Darren McCarty talk, and you can bring that enjoyment. And I'm glad to be a part of this because uh, you know it's it's good to watch, and it's good to see people feel good about themselves, and you're bringing that. And right on, fuck you, Perry. All right, <laughs> Timmy. All right, Perry. Oh, I don't know. my truth, I guess, right now is um, kind of this the show, man. I just want to share with anybody who's listened, anybody who heard about it on Facebook. You know, if you like it, share it. Spread the word about what we're doing. Spread the word for DMAC. And, you know, um, if you're a fan, let people know. And Yeah, uh, what do you want to hear about? Yeah. You know, that, that, that's the whole thing, I think, starting it out is just like, yeah, you know, there's stuff a place. On, on the video, ma- please comment, please share. Um, you know, all the fans of Darren, um, just, uh, you know, we're listening. And it's uh, we're just getting off the ground. And we'd love to hear from you. And that'll help. Yeah, and, we're, and as we, yeah, it'll help us develop the show and how it goes. And pretty much it's, uh, yeah, bottom line is fucking I get to do whatever I want. So, yeah. Ryan, anything to add? I'd, I'd, what is your truth? Oh, well, can my truth be a shameless plug? Absolutely, hundred percent. Right. <laughs> so my day job, I'm sales manager for All Pro Construction. All Pro Construction, yo. Okay. So we're a roofing company. We're not a sales company. Okay. So I'll come out to your house. No bullshit. You know, tell you what it costs. I won't sit in your sit in your living room for ninety minutes. Okay. Um, Solid. Know, call, me, uh, call me. Call me eight one eight one zero seven zero six zero five three two. A one zero seven zero six eight nine zero. It's seven zero six zero five three two. Why are you writing that down, fucking Perry? Do it again so Perry writes it down. Eight one zero eight one zero seven zero six seven zero six zero five three two zero five three two. All pro, all pro construction. Cool, man. All right, brother. Well, your bosses will be happy. That's a pretty good little yeah. plug here on uh, oh, yeah. Darren McCarty. And where else can oh, they nice. find out about the the comedy tour? Uh, the slapstick comedy facebook page that uh has all our dates coming up we've got a lot of them uh we've got What's uh the url do you know the url i, I don't it's on fa- i mean it's on facebook mediancompany.com yeah too, is what i was given earlier blunts anything to add bro nothing what are we smoking on we don't know some <laughs> sort of cookies it's been a long it's been a long let me just give you an update on the three days in case you're worrying about me down in Florida. Yeah. Because um that, that I had come back. So um uh hopefully future guests I was in visiting my buddy Trick Trick there the other day and uh in the studio and uh getting updated. So we got some things as far as education and CBDs and all that stuff that we're coming out with that you'll be hearing here on Grind Time. So uh, it's been a very, uh, a, uh, uh, very, my <clears throat> endocannabinoid system is very happy right now. Yeah. With this, this full, I can go back, up. I can go back to Florida fully loaded. Mama, don't worry about me out there. We're all good. We're all good here. So, um, on that note, I would like to say thank you to my guests, Ryan Daniels, Timmy, Perry, Blunt, Elijah in the back. Thank you, as always. This has been Grind Time with Darren McCarty.